Private Practice Fan Podcast, episode number nine. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. Want to help support this show? Visit gspn.tv slash donate today. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Private Practice Fan Podcast. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And I am Cliff Ravenscraft, her husband. Hello, everyone. This what? show rocks. This show rocks. I tell you what, this by far has to be, hands down, there's, I don't know if anybody would argue against me, this was the best episode of Private Practice. It was great. It was awesome. It, I mean, oh. everything you could hope for in this television show was in this episode. Absolutely. Oh, wow. It was great. So, and of course, this was titled In Which Give me uh, back. In Which Dell Finds His Fight. In Which Dell Finds His Fight, correct. All right. So, where should we begin? This this episode was so great. I have so no great. idea. I mean, how can this show I, uh, Okay, I, I've said it. <laughs> like we, I think they get the point. We really like the show. Okay. We do. Out of all of the television that I watch, which is a lot, this is my favorite show on TV right now. Yes, absolutely. This I look forward to Wednesdays. The one you mean as in the ones that are actually on right now. Yeah, it's not like yeah. your favorite above Lost. For you, maybe it is. Maybe it is. Well, I mean, it's been like a year since I've seen Lost. How am I even supposed to know if I like it anymore? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Stephanie. What? I like Lost. <laughs> I, I know. love I'm, Lost. I'm just I have devoted a lot of my life to I Lost. I know you have. I know, I know, I know. But this show has everything that I like in a television show. I know it does. And 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 you know what? I really enjoy this show. It's totally awesome. So anyway, let's talk about some different things. I, I have it's weird because my notes are so brief and to the point that that I'm I'm wondering how much are we really going to discuss in this show? Lots. Okay. Well, let's talk about um, the very first people we see, uh, which again is Charlotte King and Cooper. What do we think about the good cop bad cops thing going on there? That's just weird. That that's just weird. And that that she's the bad cop. I think was was I don't know. <laughs> it's just weird. Just weird. Stephanie thinks it's just weird. It's it is because. You know, I don't want to see him with her. Why not? Because I want, want to him see him with... With Violet? With Violet. Well, Absolutely. Do you think that they're really right for each other, though? Who? Him and Violet. I didn't say they were right for each other. <laughs> well, I just want to see them together. Then why would you want to see them together? If because they might you're not, not going to know if they're right for each other unless they try. Okay, okay. I, that makes sense. Well, obviously, this relationship between Charlotte King and Cooper is not built upon anything really that, that's sustainable in a relationship, would you say? Right. What'd I'm sorry, you say? right? <laughs> what are you doing over there? I'm here. Are you sure? I am. Welcome back. Thanks. I can play it. Look at this. Check this out. I have. Do I have the song? Oh, we don't it. need it anyway. So I'm not sure Crud. about the whole Cooper and and Charlotte thing, but they're they're really placing a lot on that because um, because uh, we see it again at the end. 
Yeah, absolutely. And 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 of course, you know, Violet's like, you got a girlfriend, don't you? And blah blah blah. He goes home, and there they well, are. Well, and it was confirmed that she's his girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, if, that's what I'm saying. You know. Yeah, absolutely. And so it's like, so are we dating? If frequent she, dirty sex equals dating, then yeah, I guess we're dating. I guess we're dating. So I guess they're a couple. If you want to <laughs> say that. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I haven't figured that out yet. I just haven't. All right. Hey, since we're on the topic of Charlotte King, I do want to play a voicemail that came in from one of our listeners. Okay. So let's go ahead and go to that right now. Hi, Stetson. Uh, Cliff, my name is Jerry. I'm calling from Houston, Texas. I am a transplant from Louisiana, so I'm sure I have quite a bit of an accent to you all. Um, I listened to your podcast about the private practice, and you were speaking about Charlotte King and her accent on the show. Um, and I, I wasn't offended at all. I found it quite funny. Um, I think you all should listen to the Private Practice Official Podcast, dated October 30th, and take a listen to uh, her interview with, I don't know, some moderator or whatever. Um, it was pretty interesting. You can definitely hear her true accent, and he actually asks her about her accent on the show, and she talks about it. It was pretty funny, and I do definitely believe her accent was legitimate. Um, you'll definitely find, if you ever speak to people from the South in general, um, that the accent kind of comes and goes at times. There are times when, probably in more of a professional setting, you try to relax your speech so that it doesn't actually draw as much as other times. But when you're in a more relaxed setting or you're just feeling pretty good and relaxed about yourself that day, the accent comes out a lot stronger. I do think it's pretty funny. I actually had to listen to her interview again today after I listened to your podcast just so I could hear um, exactly what she sounds like. And I think it's pretty much legitimate. Well, I'll keep on listening, and I'll probably call back again if I hear anything else funny. Nice. Bye. Thank you very much for calling in. And I did go back and listen to uh-huh. that most recent episode of the Private Practice official podcast. Right. And Is that sh- still the most recent? Yes. Okay. It is. They have it's not like re- from the beginning of... It, no, it's from like three weeks ago. I think so. Okay. Anyway, um, it, it, they have not updated in a while. But anyway, I did go back and listen to it. She does have a bit of a southern accident, accent. Uh, not accident. <laughs> accent. <laughs> and uh, the thing is, I, the, in what episode was that? Was that last week's episode? No, two weeks ago. Two weeks. Which was yeah. the last episode. But two weeks ago, we were talking about this uh, and, and how in the very beginning it was very, very thick. Mm-hmm. And... Even in that scenario, it was much thicker than than we'd ever heard before. But I, I I totally get where she's coming from, where it's where she said that you know in some places you know it's you're more relaxed and you just let it out. And and in that interview, I get that. Yeah, I mean I understand that. In that interview, she was talking about how much fun she was having that day. Okay. And so with her being relaxed and having so much fun, it would perhaps that's right. where it came from. And okay. so very interesting stuff. Very thankful for our listeners out there who, who pointed it's that still out. still funny. Yeah. It was. And so uh, we had some other folks, I think, that uh, had also sent this in. We had Misty L., who said she was catching up. Wanted to let you know that the actress that plays Charlotte really is Southern. And so thank you for that, uh, Misty, for writing in. And we also had Melissa Elm, who wrote in to say that she loves our Grey's Anatomy and Private Practice and Heroes podcast. And uh, she also wanted to let us know about that as well. 
and I'm not sure what else is in this email, but I'm pretty sure that was the gist of it. If not, I could be wrong. Anyway, it would not be the first time, but Misty or Misty and Melissa, thank you very much for writing in via email. Right. And Absolutely. so with that, let's move on. Okay. All right. What about Dell's Papaw? Papaw. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Is that what he called him? I couldn't really figure Pawpaw. out where. It was yeah. Paul. Okay. Um, I know that actor from somewhere. That that's what I think about that. He reminds His me slightly. Voice is so distinctive, but I cannot place where I know him from. He reminds me slightly of the father from King of Queens. No. The, no, I'm just saying. Okay. Physically, that appear his appearance somewhat, just a little bit. Okay, you need to watch the King and Queens again. Okay. Um. Yeah, I just I couldn't get really into that. I mean, I got into that story. I really liked it, but um, <coughs> but it so bothered me. Um, not knowing, not knowing wh- where I remember that actor from. So as soon as I remember that, Chef I, Mark says, "No, you're remembering him from Just Shoot Me." I never saw Just Shoot Me. Okay. So try it, again, Chef Mark. Try, try again. It, it's <laughs> although Chef Mark's probably right. He was in just we just didn't yeah. see it. Um. So it, it's from something else, and and I know, um, and I'll, I'll figure it out sooner or later. But I His, so got what he was talking about at the end when he said, you know, just because I'm old doesn't mean my life has to be over. Right. One of and I don't want to alienate tons of people or offend anyone one of my well i won't because i'm sharing one of my greatest fears in life is being old and dependent upon others to take care of me okay like my um my granny is 78 years old yeah but she is still very self-sufficient taking care of herself and other people and other people and um if i could grow old like that I think I could handle it, but I don't want to be. So I get where he was coming from. I get what he was sharing and um, and really understanding his heart in that. Right. Uh, let's see here. Chef Mark says his name is George Seagal and he's been in millions of movies and TV shows. But I totally get what you're saying. Stephanie. It's probably a particular movie. And so now that I know his name, I'll go. Look him up. Figure it out. All right. So anyway, I totally get where you're coming from and being concerned about that. But not only his thing is like, you know what? This whole waiting for the death clock to toll. Right. You know, that is, you know, if you think about it, when you get to that age. Yeah, exactly. It's like, what am I going to do? Play bingo? I mean, hello. Right. But my thinking is, okay, is there not something more? That that I mean, is, well, I think that that's what need, he was trying to find out. I know, but fighting in the basements, you know, just a well, little. Well, he just didn't find the right thing. I'm just wondering if this maybe is an indication that that we need to come up with like some kind of new concept for a retirement home. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know, is, well, is it like I, a retirement home. But where, here's my question: You know, if got you laser still, tag. If you are still self-sufficient <laughs> at at that age, why do you need to live in? Well, didn't you hear? I mean, he didn't have anybody to take care of him. His, his, I think his daughter or whatever said, you know, I'm out of here. Right. Dell's mom. Right. Was a Rolling Stone. Yes. And, and, and his wife died. But, um, but he did seem self sufficient, didn't he? He did. At least enough to take care he, of himself in a little fight. He did. Why, well, no. I mean, he was winning that fight. He I mean, was all he, over he it, looked so. like he could go and stand up at the urinal. I mean, it, he, <laughs> he's good to go. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. So I was just wondering why. That's what, I mean, that's what Stephanie's saying. It, it seemed like he was in, I don't know, maybe I 
got the wrong ideas it's a retirement home versus assisted living anyway i i didn't understand why you know why he had to be there why he thought his life had to be over if clearly he was still very much i think um, that it was and 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 I, i think they kind of alluded to this it's not so much that he was just bored he lost the love of his life you know, it it, yeah. it it was it was kind of like that. It's like, what else is there for me? You know, there it's it's. I've really lost my partner, the the one that I love, the one that I lived for is gone. And okay. and I think maybe that's what the story they were really getting at. Does that make sense? It does. I mean, it it does make sense, especially when it, it does communicates make sense. And to coming Del. from and coming from that era, I think that his wife would have been the one that he lived for. Right. And 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 of course that go- fits with the whole story. It does. Of you, you sometimes you just wish you would have fought, fought a whole a lot. lot more right. in life. And I love to see them both fight uh, at the end. That oh man, that was an amazing <laughs> ending. It was. Dell goes in. I thought she was gonna <laughs> slap him or something, but was she not like totally surprised? And, oh, and it yeah. almost looked like she was in pain. Like it was like physically hurting her. It did. It, well, it looked like it, he <laughs> it pushed her up lo- against the blinds. I mean, <laughs> come on, buddy. It can't be that comfortable. But I mean, his line delivery is like, dude, listen, I am not a boy. I am a man, and I love you. And he, she wasn't buying it. Although any woman wants a man to fight for her, right? And I, oh no, she and totally Del, dug it. And if Dell fighting for her is, is what it is going to take for Sam to realize that he needs to fight for her too, yes, which I think is ultimately what she wants. Yeah, you know, um, then then it's worth it, and it's going to make for a great storyline. Can I just say that I think it's awesome how Sam handled that situation. You know, he said, listen, I'm going to pretend that I did not hear what you just said, that you did not say what you just said. And when he walked out, you know, and blah, 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 and he says, my wife, and he says, your ex-wife. The fact that he just walked out, that, that, it, that says volumes about his character. It does. And I love that about him. It does. You know, it's like, listen, he understands that, you know, you've got a lot going on in your life right now. There's a lot of stress involved with what's going on with your grandfather. And that's causing you to say and do things that you probably normally would, would never do. do, you know, and whether or not it, 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 he's not faulting him for having these feelings, you know, and, you know, it's not just a crush or whatever. But it, I mean, people love one another right but he doesn't give him he doesn't give Dell the satisfaction (laughs) of engaging that right you know he really it it takes a great man to be able to walk away sometimes right now Meech in our chat room says uh that she was not feeling Dell's kiss no she wasn't no I think I think she was blown away I think she I think you know of course she should have known I think I agree. She should have she known. She said, she said, he's baking cakes at me. <laughs> or that boy. That boy. That boy is and baking. And that is why she didn't know. What? Because she still thinks he's a boy. No, but she knows he's a boy. She still thinks he's a boy, but she knows this boy is baking cakes at her. Okay. That's what I'm saying. I, I know what you're saying. You know, and she ate those cakes. All of them. In a rather seductive <laughs> way. I don't think she ate them in a seductive way. You need to go back and view that episode. Chat room, help me out here. Was she eating in a seductive way 
those cakes that were being baked at her? Yes or no? Okay, and I. We'll see while, while we wait room. for that, I. She liked the cake. She did like the cake. And Meech says yes. <laughs> okay. Um, All right. I, my Mark, um, Chef Mark is in the chat room and he says um, she's pretty clueless when she come when it comes to her own effect on men. Yes. And I would agree with that. I would say so. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. I, I totally get that. All right. And and uh, and other folks are saying, uh, Chef Mark says the cakes were seducing her. And, <laughs> the cakes were seducing her. And then uh, we have somebody Elm. I, I don't the, know if it's Miles or Mills or whatever, but anyway, it's Mills um, fifty four says I don't think that cakes. it was it intentionally seductive. <laughs> and Allison says cakes seduce her. Hmm. Any, Anybody's out there listening? Anyway. Wow, can we pause this? I'm going to go have a cupcake. <laughs> I thought you were serious. I'm like, what? <laughs> Here, check this out. Those of you on Ustream, watch this. Uh, oh, never mind. Okay, anyway, it, it's going to make for a great storyline. And I. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back after these messages. Anyway. <laughs> I, look, I look forward to seeing how the story plays out. And and I think that it's so much because, I mean, obviously from from day one, we have wanted Naomi and Sam to get back together. Yes, we but have. But this makes it so much more fun. It does. It, and it does. it's something that... Because it's not just happening. He's fighting for her. Oh, yeah. Which is what every woman I wants. I loved how... I loved... Okay, first I of all... I love when Cliff gets excited about TV. Okay, so Sam... Has no idea what has just transpired. Right. Okay. And she walks out. She's looking and running for her best friend. She needs to have a conversation to say, oh, my gosh, let me tell you what. And then Sam says, okay, you want it public? Let's go public with this thing. All right. And so then and then he lays this kiss on her. And Dell's right there watching the whole thing. And who was there? Pete? No. Pete. N- yes, it was Pete. Mm-hmm. It's important for Pete to see. And and he's like, what's that all about? And and Dell has this. For her. Th- he has this grin of the cat who just ate the bird. He does. He's like, dude. He's, he's fighting, fighting for her. I love it. It was and, great. And, it's no, great but the, TV. the line afterward was the best. It was the icing on that seductive cake. It was icing. And she's worth it. She is worth it. I love it. We're all worth it. Yes, you are. And if you doubt that you're worth it, you should listen to the full time mom about true beauty. Yes. Episode number <laughs> what? 13. Yeah. And it's uh, or 14. At, which yeah. GSPN.TV. I forget. Anyway, uh, shameless plug. Yeah, but we talked there. about true beauty and, and your worth. And anyways, yes. awesome show, by the way. So, I did. You I listen? love. Oh, yes. OK. I love the full time mom. It is my favorite show on the GSPN.TV network. It is by he far. Is. <laughs> what? Mark says you're even pounding the table. I am pounding the table. By golly. <laughs> you should have been at the Heroes podcast last night. Yeah, no oh, doubt. The table was going to jump up off the floor. That was an awesome show so, last night, too. Um, what do you think about the whole um, um, Officer Manley and Pete I, and the whole fight that's going to go on for Addison? Well, you know, I, I didn't understand, I guess, what was going on in this conversation between two friends in the kitchen when Pete was saying, I'm out there. Was he saying, you know, I think, I think you he need was kind of, no, I think he was kind of giving her the impression that he was dating. Oh, see, I okay. I was totally not following. I was not. You gotta tracking. take. You gotta take lots of chances. Um, he was kind of saying, yeah. you know, don't you know, don't worry about me. You go get your officer manly guy. 
That's kind of what he told her. No, that's what I totally get that. I did not. The only reason. See, now I completely took what he was saying the wrong way. I I, I was I was reading into it uh, as him saying, you know, hey, don't discount me. I'm I'm here. I'm out there for you. But it made no sense with his last comment such when he says, I think I'm trying to help. I think I'm helping another man win over Addison. Yes. And then he says, which was not his intention. Right. But he and then he says, um, is it too early for me to punch him? You know, and and it's like, wait a second. What did I miss here? And so that, (laughs) that makes perfect sense that he was trying to convince her to say, you know, listen, I'm. I'm I'm doing my own thing. Right. You know, we're going to be just friends and that's cool. But they're not. No, there's they're, they're clearly so not. not. But she is now, so desperate for somebody I'm, it's though. It's so she is and that that's part of being a woman. But um but I love how when when he wants her she's doing other things and when she wants him he's, you know, preoccupied and they're really on this roller coaster where neither of them are really in the same place at the same time what'd you say nothing so um so i'm, I'm anxious to see room. how how this all plays out but i do like still seeing um christopher from the gilmore girls I, officer manley is is a cool addition to the show I, yeah. I mean he has a neat presence about him he, he does so i mean i i like what he brings to the show and i think it needs to pull i think it needs to pull pete out of his bubble you think? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think, think he's will. still struggling. But is he too late already? No, I don't think so. I think he's going to fight. My stomach got butterflies when he was at her door knocking. and Yes. It did. Yeah, I, I know. It, it That was an awesome uh, part of the show. I definitely love the whole the, the whole thing going on there. Okay. All right, so we did. We just barely touched on Violet's obviously Violet upset. Wasn't re- she was, but she really wasn't in this episode a lot. Really? We saw her in the beginning yeah, talking she, about. She didn't work with a patient, right? That—that's what was missing, I think. Okay. Okay. You, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But she was in a lot of scenes. Okay. Yeah, she she was she was peppered throughout she the peppered. she was peppered throughout <laughs> the episode. Well, it, that me it seeing this episode um, was making me think back to an interview I saw her do with um, with Ellen, and uh, she was talking about she well. <laughs> Ellen showed a picture of one of her kids. Okay. And Amy Brenneman went, she like paused when she was going to say her son's name. And then Ellen jumped right in and go, oh, you forgot, didn't you? You know, those long days. And so then they started about talking about the hours that they put in on the show. And is it less now um, on private practice as part of an ensemble than it was on Judging Amy, where she was the main character. And she said, actually, not really. She said, it's supposed to be, but then really, not really. You've got to be there for all those yeah. crossover scenes. And um, and so anyway, then just her being peppered through the episode made me think about, you know, maybe that was her day off or something. I so. like that little phrase I just came up, pepper, peppered through the yeah, episode. I had to use it again. There you good. go. Chef Mark says that Amy was, or Amy, Violet was in the kitchen eating cake, or I'm sorry, in the break room <laughs> eating cake. Uh, I don't even recall that, but I'm cake. sure that, it, that Chef Mark picks up all, so. Cake. And, and he knows his food, too. Chef Mark from remarkablepalette.blogspot.com. <laughs> and and uh, Culinary Media Network. Yes. The Gilded Fork. And the, yeah, Gilded Fork and all that other stuff. 
Chef Mark rocks. He anyway, does. um, so what else? So also oh, we talked, to, but Violet, I think she was upset. A- I, absolutely, I, I think and she not just in a friend's way. Do you? Think? But I think that she's not ready to admit it. Uh, yeah, she's not ready to admit it to herself. But I think there's something inside of her that says yes. Yeah, she knows that it's more than. She knows that her feelings are more than friends with benefits don't work, like she said to Cooper. Right. Okay? But she herself is not ready to admit that her feelings are more than just friends. Okay. Well, let's go on to Jeffrey and Broken Vagina Girl. I mean, Kathleen. Kathleen. Yes. So that was a touching story. It really was. And it was entertaining. It's a new way to make a baby. It it it, it is in, it's a very interesting way to make <laughs> I a love baby. When she, this is so bad. I love when she says, "Come on, bastard." <laughs> because she's like, "Stephanie, Call your own child." It was just funny. <laughs> Stephanie, did you just say what I think you said? I did. <gasps> I, it was just a quote. All right. All Get right. over it. Get over oh, it. Oh man. Anyway, there goes our family rating. <laughs> Jeez. One word, and it's just down there. It's all downhill from here. Stephanie's going to start anyway. bringing out her sailor hat. <laughs> Next thing you know, she'll be smoking cigars in the studio. No, I don't <laughs> like smoking. Anyway, so um, I... I uh, Let me just say one thing before we move on to the next thing. Slight pulling and discomfort. I'm sorry. It was very painful for me to see that scene. Okay, well, when a doctor comes in and sticks salad forks the size of, you don't want to know what, you know, then then we'll talk. Uh, then we'll talk about a little... Inside my testicle? In comfort. In, okay, <laughs> seriously. Inside my vagina? I mean, mm-hmm. come on. Okay. All right. I, I got gotcha. you. You have to put it in... Put it in perspective. Perspective, okay. It's all about perspective. It's all about perspective. All because right. honestly, when when it's all done and over with and they're holding that baby, neither one of them are going to remember the pain that they had to go through to get it. I think I'd remember. I remember those kidney stones just Okay, but the kidney stones produced nothing. Oh no, they produced something, let me tell you. I'm just kidding. Seriously, let's move on to uh, the the baby class. Okay. The baby class was fun. It was. I loved Adam. I loved Jack, <laughs> Jack, 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 Jack in the box. How's that? <laughs> See, I can maintain the family-friendly ratings for our shows. Oh, but you didn't want to. I know I didn't want to, but it's Jack in the box. All right. So anyway, that was a cool story. I, we, you and I both sit there and said, poor Adam. Poor Adam. Oh, poor Adam. As soon as we saw him the first time, I was like, man, I can't do that. But the but the recording on the recorder <laughs> was, was priceless. Great. And and the dad came around. Yes. Jack Jack came around and, and I loved how all of the men, um, all of the dads who had been there from the beginning were willing to support him and, and show him. Yeah. You know what he had missed so yeah. far. That that was cool. I was totally expecting Can you speak into the mic, please? Who me? No, that's what Adam said to Cooper, and he picked it up and. Oh left yeah, his. yeah, yeah, Can you yeah. Speak into the mic. Okay, yes, I got you now. All right, well, two fam- two years of family ratings gone down the toilet in one episode. Says Chef Mark in the chat I room. I aim to please. All righty, uh, let's see here. Cooper's baby class. Poor Adam. We talked about that. 
Sam and Naomi. Naomi. Oh, we started off with that one. Uh, oh, oh, Stephanie. Okay. We've already talked about Officer Manley. Last note that I have. Dell. Dell. She dazzles me. That I told you to write that down. Yes, you did. I and told I you look, write, to write that down. I wrote it down. I know. I'm so proud of you because that is awesome. That is what every woman wants. Every woman wants to hear she dazzles me. That is amazing. You dazzle me. And the fact that he, thank you, that he is man enough to admit it, to say it out loud to her husband. Yeah, no <laughs> <you> doubt. <laughs> says that he's not a boy. Yes. He's not a boy. Chef but Mark, I, I'm not even going to say that in the chat room. I'll leave that for <laughs> only those who are here live. Straight guys don't use that word. You are so right. Anyway, I um, I don't know. You were prompted it. by a television show. Yeah, whatever. You would not use that on a daily basis. No, I probably wouldn't. You go f- for four days without speaking to me. And oh, I you. Whatever. <laughs> You've admitted it in front of that microphone before. Okay, maybe, maybe it's happened on occasion. It has happened on occasion where you are busy doing your thing. I'm busy doing my thing and their thing. <laughs> Theirs being our children. And yes, yes. Our I paths know. cross, but it could be four days before we sit down and have a conversation. A conversation, absolutely. Yes. Not I that know. we don't speak in those four days, but. Yeah. Things are going to change January 1st, 2008. Whatever. Things are going to change April 1st, 2008. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going into this blindly. All right. All right. Um, but uh, but no, I I loved that scene where Dell was giving his little speech. Right. Because, you know, saying. He said that, um, you know, to think that I would find that, you know, when when I'm ready, it's, I'm not. I'm just not going to. She is an amazing woman, and I think she doesn't know that about herself. Yeah. So, this by far, sorry, by far the best episode. Awesome episode. Awesome episode. Of, Doesn't appear to be on next week. It, they did not have uh, next week on private practice. And I'm fairly certain, fairly certain that they only have one episode left yep. that is made it all the way through production right. before the strike. So, so keep keep staying tuned to. Uh, there are a couple ways that you can find out what's going on uh, when we'll be doing the next live show. Of course, you know if, whenever there's a private practice, you know we'll be here. But anyway. Um, you can you should join our mailing list at gspn.tv slash list. And if you don't do it already, use twitter.com. Twitter.com is our favorite mode of communication around here. And uh, if you don't know what twitter.com is, just go to twitter.com slash gspn. And you will find out very quickly what Twitter is. It is totally awesome. And Stephanie, what are they saying in the chat room? Do you know? They're just um, commenting on um, whether they're going to go graze on us and give us a big cliffhanger. For private practice? Uh-huh. I um, hope not. I, don't. I, I hope not. And, um, you know, a they helicopter could, crash or someone drowning. or They could have left us with this. The this, whole, Yeah, this would have been an episode awesome, been awesome episode to, to leave on until the strike was over. Yes. But the next episode could be even better. Yeah, it could be. Because this doesn't seem like a cliffhanger kind of show. Right. Gotcha. I mean, not that it won't have its cliffhangers. But. Yeah. Well, that's the start of our Absolutely. Kim GSPN. Says, Kim, says, <laughs> Kim says that uh, private practice doesn't need 
a cliffhanger. That's right. It doesn't. That's right. There, there you go, Kim. High, high five. <laughs> yep, there we go. Because that is, it, it's an incredible show. Yes, it is an incredible show. And uh, it's been fun. I mean, I don't know what we're going to do during a hiatus, a writer strike break for private practice. I'm sure we'll focus a lot of attention on our other shows. Uh, if you haven't heard it already, we just, rele- we just released, I just released, a gspn.tv state of the community address. It's a one hour long. <laughs> what? Well, I just, I love that you don't know yourself well enough. Yes. To know that you cannot put out a 10 or 15 minute show. Yeah. That just absolutely cracks me up. Yes. I think it's hilarious. So there's a, there's a lot of information in there. It's packed full of information. It's very important that anybody who is very interested in the stuff that we do here at gspn.tv, there's a lot of, and there's a lot of information there. I, I see what they're writing in the chat room. But uh, yes, lots of information I needed to share. But uh, Stephanie, I, I'm sure that during the hiatus and during the writer strike of these shows, uh, people are going to be very interested to hear that we have three shows that we have uh, in our mind that we want to do. You are very interested in doing what next? Which one? Ugly Betty. Yes. So Stephanie is. I just wanted. Was to that make, the right answer? Because yeah. I totally went well, listening to you. Okay, it was. <laughs> so Stephanie is is definitely interested in starting up an Ugly Betty uh, podcast. And I am very, very, very interested in starting up the Doctor Who fan podcast. And we're both very excited about the possibility after the first of the year uh, to start up uh, the brand new uh, family podcast. Now, we still are not certain on the name of that one. <laughs> but anyway, and Stephanie, don't say a word because I'm not. All right. But anyway, we are still working on the name of it. But it's going to be a family. It's going to be a family podcast. And it's all about strengthening the family, encouraging the family, and and it's going to be a lot of fun when we get it going. So our shortcomings as a family, or exactly, <laughs> family 2.0, life in technology, learning as we go. I don't know. So anyway, uh, but uh, of course, if just listen to the the community address if you get an opportunity. If you really care about what we do here with our podcast at GSPN. There's a, there's a lot of information about how things are changing uh, with me going into a brand new career. If you've ever wondered, okay, Cliff says he's going to go into podcasting new media full time. How's he going to pay the bills? There's a lot of that kind of talk in there. And so uh, just check it out. That's it. And uh, okay. so until we come back in front of the microphone again, join, join the, the community. community. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. Want to help support this show? Visit gspn.tv slash donate today.